0: Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas. Loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Did I see what I just
1: thought I saw?
2: And the and crazy thing is, Utah's crazy. not going crazy over this travel. Yeah, that was it's so that was, normal I It's so
1: normal now, was that, uh, that is be. so
2: normal now. No,
1: no, Candace. We haven't seen that. He he did a double step step back. James he Harden does that. No, he does. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. He does the running the time. man backwards. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that one. I will <laughs> he
2: running a, man he does the running man backwards. Uh, I'm not gonna go with you
1: on that one.
0: Buds on the back-to-back podcast on the Counting Things Network on the internet. I'm Zach Harper. We've got uh, Tom Haverstro in Charlotte, North Carolina. Indeed. Oh, boy. Not even traveling this time. What a treat. We have Dave Defour in San Antone. For now. Yes. For now. Okay. He <laughs> may go somewhere else at some point. I'm going to leave while we're on the, on the pod. In the city of San Francisco, we have Anthony Mays. Frisco. Yo. No. No. Not in Texas, and uh, at some point, we may have uh, from beautiful Los Angeles, I think Los Angeles because they're here, Jovan uh, Buha of The Athletic. We also have Jade Hoy in Connecticut, Bloomfield. Hello. You in Bloomfield? Bloomfield. What do you call it in the, in the winter when there are no flowers?
3: Still
4: called Bloomfield?
3: Gloomfield. Gloomfield. I like Gloomfield.
4: Bloomfield. No, I don't want to do that. Hey, the other day I came up with this idea. Someone needs to invent windows that portray the outside as being beautiful spring-like, you know? So they I did
0: just, that. You're you just in, in the future, you too. Just invent, you just invented a poster.
4: <laughs> I want that for my house. Okay. It is, it's my office here. Oh, that's a beautiful day. It's beautiful.
5: Day. Actually, you know, those uh, really thin LED TVs, they're starting to, to do that in offices that don't have a view. They'll just put up like a scene.
0: I don't know. It's weird. Okay. I'm into yeah. that. Uh Tom where are you where are you going where you, where is your next flight taking you <laughs>
3: Um I I think I'm actually driving the mountains this this weekend Oh um, okay how far but is that? I'm I'm, I'm planning, planning to get on the Charlotte. whole Steph Curry thing cuz the whole Charlotte like people in Charlotte just get free rides to the moon yeah. Um Well no so we're, 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 not, we're not doing any
0: moon talk this week I'll tell you that we did a plenty of that on uh, Friday
3: Oh, I you must didn't. have been traveling. I, I, must I wasn't been traveling. There. You know who else was traveling? James Harden. To the moon.
6: <laughs> check one, two. Check one, two. Oh,
0: yeah. There's that voice. Yovan yeah. Buha, the athletic, covers the Clippers.
4: What's going on, buddy? You're welcome, what up? people. By the way, give the gift of the athletic with our promo code, theathletic.com forward slash back, the number two, back for 40% yeah. off. Keep me employed. Keep Yovan
0: employed yep <laughs> yeah get that get some great basketball cover the best basketball coverage i'd say i would uh, agree a lot tied with NBC, right tom all tied. right tied <laughs> okay you know, i was being generous buddy because uh, we got a volume we got a volume situation here okay? we got a volume situation we got a lot more content than you're cranking out
3: <laughs> <laughs> i got a big number coming tomorrow thanks to jade we got big numbers every day
0: and, yeah. our, and the numbers are is our writing staff. Big it's, number. Oh, a yes. People. A thousand people on this writing staff. The, the big uh, number big
3: today un- is Rockets, 102.97, thanks to a 10 foot step back by James. Yeah, Cooley. that's
0: the big number. 10, I mean, my goodness. That, look, all right.
3: Dave, Dave, <laughs>
0: about the Daily Ding a little bit of like, one, I think most fans don't know what a travel is, right? And a lot of that has to do with the gather step. Two, Absolutely. I'm, a, I'm, I'm I'm like Dave, I'm a little, I'm a little liberal with this stuff because like, you know what, it, if it's close enough, it's kind of like the, like the double play turn in baseball, right? right. If it's close enough to the bag. Uh, you know, that's an out. Um, but three, holy shit, that was a travel. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. I mean, he took five steps, legitimately he, took five steps on that step back and. I don't think it like I look. We can be honest. Like the way the Jazz were executing late in that game, they weren't going to tie that thing up or win it anyway. So I don't really think it it affected the the ultimate outcome of it. But oh my god! And here's the here's the bad thing too. And Tom, we can start with you. Like I think it ruined the night that James Harden had because he was ridiculous
3: last yeah. night. Well, that's the whole thing about James Harden is he puts up fifty points, sixty points, and then there's this this secondary conversation around him of just, he kind of bums people out with the way that he uh, offensively draws fouls. And uh, some people think flops to get fouls. And then secondly, with the step back um, he's been mocked endlessly online uh, by B dot with his (laughs) step back, which is a great side by side that uh, uh, Rob Perez put out world by Wob. But the thing is, it's less offensive. I think the step back, cause you're trying to get further away from the basket. It's not like the travel where you're trying to get closer to the rim or like you're trying to get around defenders. It seems, I, I feel like people are less uh, outraged when you're taking a step back to get way f- behind the line. And I think in this case, it was like a ballet <laughs> dance. It was like a choreographed, <laughs> like step back to get behind the line. But I think like it's, it is a travel. It should be a travel. And I've been waiting for the official NBA ref feed to chime in on this one because what what are you going to do? This is the thing. If you're going to go hard on Chris Webber when he gets something wrong, what about instances like this where you have to just be silent? Yeah. You know, well, you're going to come is- out and be very public and be in part of the NBA conversation when there are referee controversies. It seems opportunistic to just sit this out when it's it's. It's egregious. Feels like
5: it, this is a great opportunity for them to just double down and say it wasn't a
0: travel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can't. Can't. I mean,
0: be how? Great if, you'd be great. No, this, this is the way is if they edited the video to take out two of the steps.
5: Oh, yeah. If they just yes. cut it
0: out and just let it, and it jumps all of a sudden. Get the
5: guy like, who, who did the, the White House video to, to speed it up or whatever yeah. he did. Uh, James Harden, he, he like dropped back to pass. Like he was an NFL quarterback. It was very
3: impressive that he got away with it. I mean, I'm not even mad. So the, the other thing is, is the ripple effect of this. If James Harden can get away with this, then everyone else in the league is going to try to keep doing this. And LeBron's doing it now, the step back three. And so that's the problem with, letting this go is that it sends the message to everyone else in the NBA. Like, Hey, if you want to do this, go for it because James Harden, the MVP is getting away with it. So you can too.
5: But the overwhelming majority of Harden step backs are not travels. He has gotten so good at that gather. I mean, that ball, he doesn't stop the ball usually like he did last night where he he grabbed the ball with two hands last night and then took 17 steps.
3: How many, did anyone actually count the steps? Like how many actually, there there were three. No, yeah. there's
0: four. There's four steps. <laughs> they right him at four. No, they definitely four. He did two step backs. It's impressive. Texas two yeah. step back. Yovan, what's to stop Lou Williams from doing this? You Lou Williams got a good uh, step back. Well, he's injured right now, so that's what's stopping him. Okay, but, well that's uh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, let's pre- let's step. pretend he let's pretend he didn't <laughs> die from this
6: injury. What's to no, stop? I mean, Lou, Lou, Lou has done stuff like that, not not to that extent, but um, uh, you know. The the the, the, re- the refereeing stuff this season's been really interesting. Like I don't know if you guys saw Trez last night. Uh That tweet. was a terrible flag, flagrant foul. Yeah, that that was, that was they horrible. They ejected him for that. That was terrible. Yeah, and what what was weird is that they, they had like the exact same play happen in Phoenix a few games ago where Gallo um struck someone and he got a flagrant 1, but uh for
0: for him to get ejected for that, that was just I, I thought that was a little ridiculous. It seemed to like at the end of that game last night, the Blazers Clippers game that um, like the Clippers just were beyond frustrated with the fouls. Like Patrick Beverly was was you know, Patrick Beverly complains the refs a lot or I would I, would, I don't know complaints. He discusses things with the refs a lot. Yeah. Um, so he, he but he was discussion. like, yeah, even more last night he was discussing a lot. And then Gallo, the no call on the gallo Like here's the problem I have with the no call on the Gallo is people were saying, well, yeah, he hooked Amino's arm. And that's why you know that's why it looks so bad it's like that's right but amino was reaching in. he was reaching across his body so whether he hooks the arm or not like the foul is still already there yeah i thought that was a foul and so did doc say anything i mean i would figure like docs every like every eight games <laughs> doc is like i'll take a fine knock <laughs> me a face
6: he actually started his presser with that he was like uh because he, he came out pretty late probably like 10 to 15 minutes later than he normally does. And he was like, sorry, I was on the phone with the league telling them I'm about to get fined at this presser. Uh, <laughs> and, and then he went into his, his statements and stuff, but uh, yeah, no, the, the Clippers are, the Clippers are going through some things right now. Losing four in a row. Is the,
3: what do you, uh,
0: what do you ascribe that to? Yeah. Are they pumpkins? Are they turn back into pumpkins. I, I think they're pumpkins. Uh, oh,
4: no!
6: No! <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think it, Uh, I'm actually writing something that's gonna be coming out later today, but uh, I think a lot of it's just regression to the mean. Uh, I thought defensively, like, uh, if you just look at the makeup of this roster, I don't think they're, and you know, anywhere close to a top 10 defense, uh, last year they were 19th and you know, they, they haven't really added anything significant besides like Avery Bradley and Pat Beverly healthy. And I think those two guys, uh, probably have better defensive reputations then they actually, you know, are, are capable defensively. Um, and uh, they, they they, have, they, hasn't the team fallen off a cliff offensively with those two on the court together? Yeah. Well, the yeah the the thing is like uh, so. He, here's my little mini number.
0: Uh, Avery Bradley is actually. Wait, last. hold on, Jovan, Jovan. No, we're at the athletic. We have the biggest number. <laughs> All right, the Biggest so- number, Tom.
6: The, the the biggest number is uh Avery Bradley is actually last in the NBA right now in offensive RPM uh, at minus three point six five uh, so that's out of four hundred and fifty five players Avery Bradley has been the worst according to um you know offensive RPM um how can the biggest number be so low so it, I think the, the Clippers have a backcourt problem right now where. Uh, you know, Avery Bradley and Patrick Beverley have basically been unplayable offensively. Uh, you know, their, their true shooting percentages are terrible. Uh, but, you know, defensively, Doc loves leaning on them. And on the offensive side, like Lou Williams, Milos Theodosic have been so impactful offensively, but then neither one could guard anybody. Teams target them in the pick and roll and pin downs and stuff like that. So uh, they have this really weird dynamic where uh, you know they are a really deep team, but so many of their guys are one-way guys with a liability on one end. That for Doc, it, it seems like he just has had struggles trying to figure out what's the best lineups. How do I balance offense and defense? And uh, you know, so I, I think he he kind of suggested last night they might have to mix up the starting lineup. Uh, to me, it would probably make sense to take out Gortat or Avery Bradley, if not both. Uh, just the issue is I don't know who you put in because you know Boban. I mean Bobon but Bobon can only play like yeah. you know Bobon has a has a minute, not a minutes restriction but there's kind of diminishing returns after a certain point of playing Boban. And then with with, with the backcourt, it, it's like you, you can't really start Lou because he's your sixth man. Uh, he's not even healthy right now. Pat has been just as bad as Avery offensively. Uh, I, I think you might have to honestly look at like a, a guy like maybe Tyrone Wallace or even Sandarius Thornwell just to kind of mix wow. it up, go with a, a bigger guy. Cause they, play, they played Ty last night. They, yeah, Ty's played well. I think it might be Ty. Uh, I just don't really know what you do because – uh, you know, it is kind of an offense defense thing, but, but honestly, Avery's defense, like, I mean, looking at it right now, he, he's he been a minus in, in, you know, defensive RPM. So it's not like Avery is, is, you know, I think doc, doc, uh, a couple games ago said he, he's the best on ball defender he's ever seen, which I, I just, I couldn't believe that he said that like.
3: I mean, I guess I get he it. He also said that uh, DeAndre Jordan was the next Will yeah. Chamberlain, too. So yeah, yeah, so no, yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, Bill, like, Bill Russell, you know, right? He he Bill, loves, yeah, it might have been Bill Russell. He I, loves I, Avery Bradley. Uh, I forget I mean, which all-time great he was <laughs> comparing to no, DeAndre Jordan. No, no, it was Russell, yeah. So, I mean, I guess Doc loves
6: hyperbole, but uh, I think it's costing them. And uh, Avery, Avery Bradley has been not a good player this season. So, I, I think they, they're going to have to rejigger that.
0: So, what what's the what's – the, I'll throw this to let's start with Dave. Like uh, what's more likely that the Clippers slide is who they are or that the Rockets streak is, uh, you know, win streak is who they are.
5: Oh, I'd say that the Rockets win streak is who they are. I think
0: that they're, they're actually starting to figure out how to play. I, uh, I completely disagree. Oh, see, no, no, no. <laughs> I think this team sucks right now. And James Harden just on another level.
5: Well, right. That's what I mean. I, I think that they're figuring out like, that's okay, we can't, we can't do what we <laughs> right. did last year. We can't, we can't count on Chris Paul to be, you know, uh, you know, what he was doing last year during the regular season. We don't have the, the horses, you know, Chris they Paul don't was have a more
0: productive. Chris Paul was more productive during game six and seven of the Western Conference finals oh, than yeah. he is right now. It's, oh, it's no. been
5: brutal. And this is, this is one of those things where I think the Rockets, I mean, we're going to see them extremely active anyway, because that's what Daryl Morey does. And he's super creative, but this is where they really have to, to ask themselves, do we go out? And try to get another guard who can supplant some of those minutes from Chris Paul because that's—I mean—he's—he's he's actually hurting them uh, like, uh, when he's on the court. Who, Who's like, available? Uh, who's out? Like on Austin the Rivers. Of our- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if they got like middle management version of MCW? You hey, know what about that's <laughs> a gra- that's a huge upgrade. Austin Rivers
3: can actually play a little. He's diet Eric Gordon. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I like that. Um, what about a guy for the Atlanta Hawks? A reunion
0: of sorts. I don't think Dwayne Dedman playing the point is the answer. <laughs> you mean Jeremy Lin?
3: Jeremy Lin?
5: Yeah, oh. I think that's a, he's an interesting guy, and and it works because they can send the night deal and and a pick. Um, but I, I don't know. Is that? I mean, could we get uh, Lin sanity two point oh? Really exciting at all, dude? But, Actually, I think I think Lin would help them quite a bit. Um. I, I, but I it. know but what they, they want. Get
0: hurt. Well, what they wanted was a reason. Well, but, they, didn't, they didn't want them that much it, because they, they didn't give them 15 million a year. They offered yeah. like 15 million over, over three years.
5: Did we ever get the story on that? Was this like a right. uh, an ownership sure. call? The story. What was that? I have the story. Oh. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. We'll get some breaking
0: news music. This is out there, Tom, right? Like. It's broken This, news. this, this was the, the owner saying no. And then Daryl Daryl Moore had to just like kind of fall on the sword and like, because you're not going to kill the owners.
3: Right. Well, right. also look at December 14th. Chris Paul tweeted SMH. Do you know what that was? Hmm. That, that was news, when uh, Trevor Reza was first traded. Mm, right. For yeah. a Brooks. One of the Brooks's. I thought you, I thought you were talking about
0: the new episode of 90 Day Fiance, which is sweeping the nation.
3: I, <laughs> I hear that Marshawn oh, Brooks man. is available. Yeah. Very available. Um, so yeah, I think the Trevor Reza thing is fascinating because, uh, the Lakers apparently wanted Trevor Reza, but Robert Sarver refused to trade him to the Lakers after what happened with Tyson Chandler. And then it is still possible that Ariza oh, can get traded probably. to the Lakers. <laughs> like, like, if you're if you're the Wizards, you're like, oh, if we if we don't like a uh, 33 year old Trevor Ariza, we can just flip him to the Lakers, and maybe get KCP out of this.
0: Yeah, what is that? They have to wait 30 days or something like that.
3: No, they can trade him as long as it's straight up. Oh, right. straight up. That's right. They yeah, can they only can trade KCP. him. Right. Yeah, he, yeah. he
0: can't be
5: aggregated.
3: Aggregated. aggregated. Um. Yeah, so the Rockets are in a tough spot, uh, and Chris Paul right now it it looks like he's either washing up. I wouldn't say he's washed up, or he's he's just soaked. You kidding me? (laughs) Or he's just in like I have to preserve my body, so I'm just going to play in second gear and hope that I'm healthy in April. No, hang on, we've seen him in second gear. Hold on, he's
0: so washed. He's in prune mode right now. Come on, now.
1: (laughs) We
5: You're we've seen him in second 40%. gear before that. Yeah, this isn't second gear. This is something else. I, I wonder if maybe he's still having lingering effects from the hamstring. They do take a while to heal. Um, Does the hamstring only, affect your free throw stroke? It can. I mean, it can affect. I mean, the it can affect chain. your lower back. Everything. I, yeah, I don't know that. But I think what's most likely is that just like almost every player who's come through the league, when you start to get old. You just can't do it anymore.
3: Well, and, and not just any small player guards, Dave, it's it's small guard thing. It's exactly. a small guard thing.
5: You just don't have anything else to go to. And and the thing is he still has moments and, and he can still, you know, do things with the ball like and, and pass guys open and stuff like that. But you know, he doesn't have that. I don't know what, whatever that thing was. Chris Paul had, it just isn't there right now.
0: I think big Waz would advocate for him. Uh, Maybe taking some of the stuff that uh, other athletes in the past have taken.
1: Take a flight to kind Germany, of, maybe? Kind of Allegedly. rejuvenate
0: themselves. Alleg- yeah. Allegedly, right. Just a little, yeah. a little a little. he got healthy action, right? Protein my, shake. Yeah, a little protein shake. A little he got healthy.
5: But the, <laughs> like the biggest – so, I mean, <laughs> I was looking at what the Rockets have done. In, Talk uh, about the, HGH,
1: Tom. S-M-H-G-H.
3: He got <laughs> Yeah.
5: Uh, so they're on a four game win streak, which, you know, is great because they lost three games right before that. Um, they beat the Blazers, the Lakers, the Grizzlies and the Jazz, all like in contention for the playoffs.
0: All the opponents. Yeah,
5: exactly. And their offensive rating in the last four games has been fourth in the league at one fifteen, and their net rating is eight. They're at zero net rating for the year. Now they were negative. So hey! a, that's a big deal, man. Um, So they're starting to turn it around a little bit, but their pace in the last four games was as at 96, which is uh, right next to the San Antonio Spurs. So they are clearly leaning in hard to the Harden's going to dribble the ball and do stuff. I mean, he's averaging, what, 43 points a game in the last three games. Yeah. 40 points over the last four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and this is, I think, who they're going to be until they get some help. I mean, Eric Gordon's no help right now. Eric Gordon's is bad. (laughs) It's it's rough. They had two guys just fall off a cliff. And I mean, that's not even talking about Clint Capella's defense and where that's gone.
0: Yeah, I don't really blame Capella, though, because, like, I don't like he's not defending well, especially by the standard he set last
1: season. But everything in front of him is such a mess. Like, he's not a superhero. Yeah, he's not like a dominant defensive player. Like he was just a a good cog in the system last year, and and now the system has collapsed around him. So it's yeah, not like it reminds he's gonna me. Clean it up by himself. It reminds well, had, me a little bit of you know, Jovan. I wonder if you agree with this. Like, I don't think DeAndre Jordan was ever a really
0: good defensive player, but when he had good good defense in front of him, then he looked like a star defender. A hundred percent.
6: Like like last season, uh, for anyone
0: who watched him on the Clippers,
6: and now you're kind of seeing the same thing with Dallas. Uh, you know he. He he tends to dog it sometimes defensively, and and uh, if he's not around a good defensive team, uh, I I do think he he kind of you know tends to check out, doesn't really protect the rim. Uh, he'd have these random plays where someone you know drives towards the rim and he just kind of gets out the way, uh, which doesn't really make sense for someone seven foot as athletic as him. So uh, I I definitely agree with you there on the, on that front.
1: And he's actually having like. Uh, his best season just because his minutes are finally up because his conditioning is better. So he's up to like almost 34 minutes a game and everything else across the, all his numbers across the board have gone up. So, you know, his, his defense not being dominant is more a product of the team than anything else. So is, is there a point in the season
6: in which you guys just give up on the Rockets? Yeah. About three I mean, weeks ago. I mean,
1: define give up like they're not yeah, going to win the I, title. I, I, I,
6: well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that seems to be obvious, but I, I just, as far as like, you know, make the conference finals or, or even maybe even make like the semifinals.
1: I think they could be a frisky second, second round playoff team. And like, I'd like to see uh like a Lakers Rockets series. I think that'd be I, interesting. I am expecting a
0: Warriors Thunder conference finals.
1: That's- oh Yeah. So that is I'm what right I expect. There.
0: I think the Thunder are absolutely the second best team in the West.
1: You don't think it matters, uh, draw at all?
0: I don't think you can draw in the, I, I think it's just in soccer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a weird. It's a weird heel turn by, uh, by Zach to not believe that the Nuggets are going to be winning the whole thing. It's um, a weird. No, nah, they're super I'm, I'm with Zach. My expectation is that,
5: that, the Thunder are really the second best team in the West and they'll make the conference finals. But the more I sit and think about it, the more I can see the path for the Lakers to actually get there because LeBron awesome. is LeBron. And if they get favorable matchups, you know, well, I mean, it's, it's very much in play for them. I think yeah, they're LeBron, way better than
0: I expect. LeBron could still just, yeah, LeBron it out and, and get and drag that team to the conference finals. The difference for me is, is neither all right, neither team can shoot between the Thunder and the Lakers. Right. But the Thunder are the best defensive team in basketball. So to me, that's the equalizer. Now you could just say, Yeah, but yeah, the Lakers have LeBron. Fair. Right. And if and that's where you decide to go with that, like I can't really argue that, right? I right. like I'm gonna go, well, Russell Westbrook's gonna carry. Like, no, like LeBron's <laughs> gonna win that matchup every time. And that's not a knock on Westbrook. That's just LeBron's that good. But I believe in the I believe the in the Thunder defense more than I believe in anything else in the West right now outside of the Warriors.
3: Can I just say, I I went to the game on Saturday, the Lakers were in town and LeBron was making himself giggle in layup lines at how high he was jumping on these dunks. (laughs) He was tossing the ball up so high in the air, it almost hit the jumbotron and he made the double bounce alley-oop, like self alley-oop, double bounce. And then he would put it through his legs and dunk it and it was like everyone in the gym was couldn't even say anything. It was ridiculous. And he was laughing on the way back to the layup line where he's like, how do I do it? I don't know. I don't know how I do it. And well, then w- they proceeded. it's ideas. the, he, I don't know. What, 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 what did you call it? He got healthy. Yeah. He got yeah. healthy. No. So the, uh, so then they proceeded to just run all over the Hornets where it looked like the Hornets had just uh, taken like Dramamine beforehand. They were, j- they were a disaster and L- Lonzo ball and LeBron were just, running all over them they looked awesome um and so if Lonzo's healthy and if Rondo isn't stealing his minutes and Josh Hart and uh Kuzma are running with LeBron that's great but I still think I agree with you that OKC still has the the defensive bona fide a a two-way uh juggernaut whereas I think the Lakers are just super athletic super young and they're gonna outscore you a couple games but I, I don't trust that defense
1: Tom, so well, you, were at, you were at the game. Uh, would you attribute Lonzo's defense to, to Kemba's bad shooting night, or was it just an off night for Kemba?
3: <laughs> Lonzo was awesome. Kemba, however, has been uh, in a cold spell, I should say. Um Kemba's looking like Bobcat Kemba right, out there right now. I know, now. I know. But you know what? It's okay. The East is so bad, like the middle of the pack. There's only five teams in the East that are over 500 right now. Um I feel, since I feel like uh, he needs a game or two off. Yeah, definitely. So since Tom, I got some big numbers for you right here. Um I'm Tom Haberstrow and you're watching the big numbers. Okay, what's going on here? Since Kemba what? went
0: since Kemba went for sixty it's and forty three in back to back games. Uh, He is in the 13 games since that two-game stretch. He's averaging 19 points, and he's shooting 35% from the field, 27% from three, and 79% from the line. That's bad. That's not even like Bobcat Kemba. That's like Denver Moutier. What's up, Ethan?
3: Oh, Ethan. Ethan. Hey, Fully clothed, well, well, Why are you on video? <laughs> what is
2: happening? <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> I love it. I didn't expect to be on video. Uh, uh, I love it. I <laughs> Good grab thing that? you have clothes Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's Ash. Oh, Ash. Oh,
0: about? yeah. For, the, oh, for those so who can't it, tell it, because it, this is an yeah. audio podcast, <laughs> uh, Ethan has come on the podcast. He's got a microphone in one hand. He's got his child in another. and uh, And he's got the video on. I didn't mean to have the video on. Why is he I so calm?
3: He's just, he's, he's just serene.
0: Yeah. This baby is real calm. That's a, that's a good baby.
2: Oh, right now he is last night. Not so much last hey, night. Very, I yes. thought he was in Ethan,
3: who's gonna, who's gonna lose in five games to the Warriors in the Western conference finals this year.
2: Um, you know, Nate Duncan had the hottest take when he said the Lakers, I, I, I don't think it will be the Lakers. um, Man, I can't come up with anybody. I mean, the yeah. Thunder have this amazing defense, but Westbrook just looks so off uh, scoring wise that it's hard to place any faith. Do I really think the Nuggets are going to make it to the Western Conference finals? Um, I, I, Is it OK to just say, can I wait and see? Is it OK to say I don't know? Is that, is that acceptable? Asher is pushing the microphone away from Ethan. So I think we've found a, a He's new He's also producer. got these little marks right here, and I don't know what these are. I, 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 I hope that CPS isn't going to be called. What, kind of, I, what, what animal is that on his uh, on his shirt? What's going on there? What's that
0: look like? It looks like <laughs> like a blueberry with eyes from this. This is a blue monster.
2: This is a monster. Is it the Monsters, number, ink number monster, kind of? No. Or Where the it's Wild Things Are monster? knockoff of, of the Monsters, the ink monster. Yeah, I think it's kind of a where the wild things are sort of deal. Um, So this week is the winter vacation for (laughs) look at the competition over here. We've got Zach Harper holding Boogie, uh, who's being a good boy. And Asher's all about Asher
3: for the first time looked at the screen like,
2: what?
0: Asher looks at the screen. I feel like Boogie's drooling more than Asher is.
2: Um. Yeah, I well this this week nobody cares. Here's the thing. I know nobody cares. Nobody cares about the the kid stuff, but the reason this is happening is because this is the winter vacation for the daycare. So it's daddy daycare currently as I try to manage everything else and it has been uh so far um the kid is is, is okay, but I am I am not. I, I think it's the, <laughs> the update. Uh, Ethan, tell me about how great uh, fatherhood is. It you know it actually is great. It's actually yep. fantastic. Um and I think a lot Always? of parents just like the not always. A lot of parents like to play up how stressful it is and how tough it is just so we get more credit and we seem like bigger bigger heroes than we are. It's it's not bad. I just uh, – a little help over here would be nice is is, is all I'm saying. But uh, Wait, did and you I'll just- say that it's
3: not so bad but yet I need more help? Well, well, <laughs> right just, now. I'm well, on an well, island. Well,
2: like, did it, he, like James was Hart? that
4: like – did you raise your voice so Allie could hear you? Is that what the yeah, deal
2: was, was that, there? Was <laughs> Allie Ali's at when work. When I need it's is help –
3: Allie is Allie sick. She can't hear me, but I'm going to yeah. still my, bitch my wife. Like, oh, my <laughs> wife
4: is a master at passive aggressiveness. Oh my god! Whoa,
2: whoa, Jake, we got a we got a baby on the podcast. All right, that's Oh, Yeah, he doesn't have the headphones in. I, I really wonder who, if he thinks his dad's crazy and uh, just talks Wait, to himself a lot. Put the headphones on. I'll, I'll be Santa. <laughs> you know Santa yet? Oh, he's Jewish. He doesn't do Santa. <laughs> <laughs> like though, so so our daycare is run by I think Mexican ladies. I I, I don't know what. I, I'm oh, not sure. Okay. Here we go. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, profiling uh, somewhere south south, south of the border, and they're, they're not very woke about the happy holiday stuff, and they did this impromptu photo shoot where he's wearing all the Santa uh, Santa hats and Christmas stuff, and they just think we're Christian, and I think that's fine.
1: I, I don't think there's anything. They think you're that. Christian. You think they're Mexican. It's all right. good. That's
2: <laughs> fine. <laughs>
0: it's, it's all just one big assumption.
5: Aren't we at the point where Santa is just kind of irreligious? Like, of course a little, he is. And,
2: I think a little bit, but it's also that if they think that he's Christian and they think that big on the, just huge on the Christmas, A, we liked the photo shoot and B, I just don't feel the need to go, he's not celebrating that. That's not what he's, just let him, let him think it, you know, it's, it's cool. Whatever. Let him think it.
5: I think the world might be a better place if uh, more people had that attitude.
2: Yeah, I guess that's not good for getting attention on, on, on Twitter. uh, Maybe. I don't know. But uh, before I have to Put him down for his nap. Jade, I got the sound that we need for the thing that we're going to do for the, uh, for the next big House of Strauss I'm doing with Allie. I, a lot of, I, got, I think I got a lot of good sound last night. I'll have to listen to it and see. But I think I got a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So that's just a tease. A tease. Wait, she went with you to the game? No, no. This is the thing where I'm going to Oracle and I'm showing her as yeah. a device for the podcast. What is a day of work like or a night of oh, work? Oh, so because-
4: do- I thought you were actually going to take her.
2: Oh, no, 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 wouldn't do gotcha. that. Gotcha. although people it, it, it's funny, they destroyed the conceit for the podcast where I go because I can't take her to work. I'm doing this and interviewing you, and they go, you take her to work <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, because the day,
2: the daycare's not open that late. Yeah, they're not they're not exactly. I can't really. I mean, we would have to just, uh just get Nate
4: Duncan up. to look after
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just imagine Nate just palming the child's head like a basketball and that's well, how he carries a uh, carries drop a baby off, around.
4: Drop off he to can the cat palace. I was <laughs> going to say the cat
0: can always you know, the
4: cat
5: can watch the baby, baby that, are, watch are we calling Danny
4: LaRue the cat now? Uh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> what a nickname. Le chat. Oh, <laughs> Danny, the cat LaRue, oh, LaRue it just, sounds like a great hockey down, player
2: from last night. There's LaRue sound from the, from the media room. There, okay. There's definitely some LaRue sound. What are the best last names in all of, uh, in all of NBA media? Okay. La- just a great last name. And, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see about it. I think we can turn it into something. We have, uh, Andre Godala being weird. Uh, we get, we got Steve Kerr answering questions while eating a cookie. You see that shot he took at Caspi last night? Woo! Anybody see that? Or yeah, is that? What no, Nobody, nobody
0: watched Warriors Grizzlies. Yeah, nobody cares. I nobody- just, saw, I saw Clay Thompson celebrate the miss from Caspi at the end. That's all I saw.
2: Clay has been doing this thing where he puts a hoodie on in his interviews and says "hoodie Clay" because he hates the interviews so much, and he, I guess, he thinks that wearing a hoodie will somehow make it better. I, I, I don't. He's never really connected to two I mean, thoughts. Yellow did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was for basketball skills, I, I don't understand the, I don't understand what he's going for, but he's going for something. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Warriors, uh, they, they, they beat the Grizzlies by a lot and, uh, I don't, I, what, what else was going to happen? There was well, no...
0: we, we have a, we have Jovan Buha on the, on the podcast right oh, now. So it's oh. a real athletic uh, gathering. Who's the bigger pumpkin, <laughs> the Grizzlies or the Clippers?
2: Ooh, yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? I, I was I was texting Buha I was texting Buha about this, having him explain to me what went wrong with the Clippers. But let, let us recapitulate. I I, I think I'm,
6: it's the Grizzlies. I but, think it's it too. But yeah, I mean, as I was talking to Ethan about, like, uh, you know, a couple other things with the Clippers lately, is teams have been defending Tobias Harris a little bit differently. Uh, they've been double teaming him a lot, blitzing him a lot, forcing him to try and make reads and you know, while he's gotten better at playmaking, that's not really a strength of his right now. So Tobias' turnovers have increased by like almost 50% uh, this month. And then Trez, uh, you know, he's had a couple good games in a row now, but uh, before that he was going through a really rough patch where uh, teams were just kind of collapsing on him in the paint. Uh, You kind of know when Trez gets the ball, what he's going to do at this point. Uh, He has that little runner, little hook shot. And uh, I think teams have really been keying in on, on Trez and Tobias as kind of the, the the two fulcrums of the Clippers offense. So uh, I think teams have really kind of prevented those two from going off lately. And that's what's kind of helped the offense collapse as, as well as Lou
5: also being out. I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think that the Grizzlies are a little bit more legit because their defense is real. That's now fair. Now, their the one question mark is going to be health for them forever. I mean, Conley just missed his first game. So if if Conley can stay healthy, and
0: that's where it begins, Dave. I know the the Grizzlies are plus five point five with Conley on the floor, and they're minus nine point eight with Conley on the bench.
5: One hundred percent. That is the issue. And so if Sounds he can, like they could use Austin Rivers. Oh, you nice. know, use, you know, Dylan Brooks. By the way, are we all on a, in agreement here that Austin is not nearly as bad as people think he is? He's fine. And, okay, yeah, he's fine. Like he's. Yeah, he's want to make sure he's a
0: rotation guard. Right.
5: Um his issues are that I think teams have asked him to do the wrong stuff. Like he's way better without
0: the ball and, and by teams we Well,
1: he's a yeah,
0: yeah, he's a two guard.
1: He's exactly. not really a point guard, which is probably part of the I mean actually never mind. It's it's could be part of the reason why Phoenix let him go. So right. He's not a real point guard, but Well, I think he can um, actually help them. I think that's Yeah, reason. well yeah. I, does, I mean Phoenix anyone could, help. Phoenix, anyone yeah, could Phoenix, help Phoenix
0: Phoenix went into the season going, we're going to be competitive and then they've been this shit show. Um, earmuffs that for for Asher they're gonna be this shit show oh Asher's gone they now have 30
5: they now have have, took the
1: baby away and then then yeah
0: and now they've realized like oh we should keep tanking for like Zion or something or R.J. Barrett or something and so now they're just like oh this guy can help us no no thanks the Suns now have 33 million in dead money on their books this year
1: that's the dream is that Tyson and Austin Uh, yeah and then I think they've got something else yeah, they looked up at the standings. They saw the Hawks are are one one win behind them, and they can't stand for that. So yeah, we're... hey, Tom, I have a I have a big number.
3: I'm Tom Haberstroh, and you're watching the Big Number. If okay. you're
0: interested in it, yeah, yep. Okay. yep. Mm. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I'll we're... be judging it. Yep. Go ahead. Right. Argent juice. juice. The big number is five point three. Can you guess what that is? Nope. Okay. Five point three is the amount of dollars in millions that the Detroit Pistons are paying Josh Smith this year and then again next oh, year.
3: Oh, it's glorious. That is a large enough.
0: Yeah, that's my that's my favorite stat of the season still. I wish he could like convert it to a Bobby
5: Bonilla type deal where they just pay him a million dollars a year for the next twenty. God.
0: Amazing.
3: I mean, it's it's amazing that they've been able to win at least one game. They won a couple of days ago uh, without Ish Smith.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, like wow. that shows you—you know—sometimes a team can come together when their best player falls. Right? I know, you know, Simmons calls it the Ewing Theory, but really, it's the—it's the Ish Smith tribute, where they Ish, came together. Ish don't
3: think so, theory. Yeah, and they, <laughs> to,
0: they tried to channel their inner Ish Smith to just win that game in order to say, like, "Hey, buddy, we—we're here for you. We miss you." Please I mean,
3: I, I, they're thirteen and nine when he plays, and one and five when he's when he does it. I mean, it yeah. just says it right there. And a lot of people are talking about LeBron or Steph or KD, yeah. Giannis, MVP. But come on, right? I mean, he just sets the table for everybody. Can um, we can we just pool our
5: money and get the Pistons a good point guard? They have a good um, backup. They do.
3: They have uh, Ish. Yes, Ish Smith, a pure point guard. Dave, pure. Uh, yes, pure. Are we yes. still
5: calling uh, guys pure punt guards when they can't? It's sh- like a shortstop they can't hit.
3: Yeah, I did a I did a hit last night uh, where they asked me, is James Harden the best pure scorer in the league? And I was like, what does that mean? What does pure scorer mean? Maybe just a guy who only scores. Wait, right, but that's not but James Harden. It's not what like he does. Seven, eight, six. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I mean, pure doesn't mean anything. That's where it just at. means like that's all he does in yeah, my also, book. He's not tainted by things like playing defense or, pure, you know,
5: what really means. I don't know what I'm score. talking
3: about. Hold on.
0: What's the other other version of the score? Is it a filtered, filtered <laughs> score? Is that diversified? That is? Britta? Is this a shot at Steph Curry? Because he, he, he sponsors, he's
4: sponsored by Brita? Cut with some defense. Cut with some defense.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Cut. <that's> awesome. <laughs> uh, Think about that's it. a drug. Drug reference. It's like
6: uh, (laughs) Breaking Bad 96%. Yeah,
0: right. 96%. Nothing is truly pure.
5: Yeah, I mean, the truth is when someone calls someone a pure something, I think it's just because they don't quite understand what they're saying. Yeah.
3: It really is. And that's why LeBron. But then they use it the other way, too. Wait, do we have pure defenders? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Tony, it's Allen. Tony Allen. Uh, is Kawhi uh, Leonard allowed to be a pure defender because he can score. No. Why is plus minus it'd be, uh, Avery Bradley. Right.
3: right I was pure defender. Say it's shocking that doc rivers reunited with Avery Bradley, um, after the Tony Allen thing. So here's, here's a small number. You guys want to hear a small number? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so far this season, um, the Portland trailblazers, Blazers. When Nick Stauskas is on the floor, is at a minus one thirty-two. Okay, the next lowest number on the Blazers is minus forty-two. Woo, woo! That's so impressive. Myers Leonard is the second worst p uh play plus-minus on the Blazers at minus forty-two, and Sauce Castillo is at minus one thirty-two. Ninety. Points worse than the next worst guy on his own team. I feel like what happened there was he had a great first game and they're just like, man, I've got to play him, I guess, because he did it in the opening night against LeBron. It's Michael, again. uh-huh. it's Michael Carter
5: Williams. It's Michael Carter Williams rookie year.
3: It's not a bad comp.
5: Yep. He has that game against the Heat and then he's the rookie of the year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a small number because it's yeah. negative, right? It's a small right. number. It's a large number, but it's, it's a negative. large small. integer.
5: That, yeah. team, that team is rough. Uh, Zach and I talked about it on the Daily Ding, which you can subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we talked about the fact that they are a lottery team without Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah. boy. No, I agree with that. There's this, there's this false idea that you can just – Stagger Dame and CJ, and it works. It doesn't. So, they're so bad when Dame's well, off the floor it, and CJ's on. They're so bad. They might be a lottery team with Dame
4: Lillard. That's true. Oh, <laughs> God, someone had to that's, say it. That's true. Uh, God damn it. Thank you for taking a stand. The team sucks.
5: Hey what? guys. The team
4: sucks? Guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Zach can't jump so on the stage. Give the gift of the athletic this year. Guys, yeah, that's what doesn't suck. You gotta—I mean—you want to do something right for someone? Do that, you know. Forget all the yeah. stuff that's coming over. And the, it's, it's the best plastic. The you best don't want to, one to one, buy yeah. plastic. It's yeah. bad for the environment. Stop with the buying stuff. Give something intelligent to people.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I hear they've got the best power rankings on the internet. That's what—that's the word on the
4: street. Incredible. Yeah. Who's the guy that does that for them? I don't
0: know, man. You sound sexy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's theathletic.com forward slash back, the number two, back. And you'll get 40% off. Great gift, guys. I give it to my wife. You know Yo-van's, what I'm
0: saying? Yovan's right, though. It's a great stocking stuffer. <laughs> Throw it right in there. Do we have virtual stockings yet? Is that a thing?
4: No, it's not is that yet. It? Like a Tamagotchi. By
0: the way, but
5: let's
4: let's. Whoa, whoa! What happened to our live look into Ethan's room? Oh man, it's gone.
0: I don't know. He had bottles in his hand, so. Uh, I think the kid is too young to drink.
4: Uh, what else we got? <laughs> oh, hey! oh! Hey! We got another kid. By the way, Sandy wants to come onto the pod, so. Uh, it's a it's a Christmas miracle.
3: So we got a uh, we got Madeline. Can you say hi? You say hi. Little number. You I say like hi? the little boot. Uh, yeah, She's getting up there. <laughs> She's just like She's waving, waving. waving. She doesn't know how to say hi. She just likes to wave hi. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, if you guys also have some free time, go check out Pack Your Knives podcast that <laughs> Kevin Arnovitz <laughs> and I do.
6: Oh, my we mom. We
3: recap Top Chef on Bravo Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Watch Bravo. Listen to our podcast. It is a lot of fun. My fantasy team is losing right now. Kevin's chefs are incredible. I lost my number one pick. It's really Oof, depressing. That's right. Um, but go listen to Pack Your Knives wherever you listen to podcasts and hang out with me and Kevin as we talk food and recap the best food show on TV. It's
4: good right? even if I, you don't – it's actually a good pod even if you don't watch the show. But Yeah. Uh,
0: no, my mom, my mom specifically asked. She's like, hey, is there a new season of Pack Your Knives because I'm watching Top Chef. I said, absolutely. Send her the link. Couldn't be happier. How about that?
3: Word to your moms.
4: Put some sound effects in
0: this.
3: Hey. <laughs> What's up, Dave Dog? Oh, What's God. your dog's name? What the hell Dave is dog going Four. on here? <laughs> oh
5: my lord. Uh, yeah, this is this is maybe my French Bulldog. She actually will talk into the
4: mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Star Wars sound effect right there. <laughs> the wheels on the the wheels on the
3: bus the wheels on the <laughs> bus the How about the I muffin man time. does she know muffin man no she doesn't know she's she's a little starstruck right now seeing dave's dog yeah hey can you say uh wheels on the bus man <laughs> she's doesn't have a future in broadcasting i'll tell you that right now
4: all I right do.
3: that's
0: all right i was shy. i was shy for
3: a long time tom
4: no yeah. I, I i appreciate you know kids that don't talk no <laughs> yeah, you they, they don't they're not you know, i'm not, they're not here to be patronized okay. you know what i
2: mean so, so, so i'm talking softly because asher's uh taking a nap but i want to ask a question to uh to dave and zach in my mbr voice which is yes. uh go ahead would you be offended if somebody said that that french bulldogs are ugly cute is that something that would no. offend you? Or no, that's you?
0: A, absolutely 100% people get, true. Yeah, people, so I go to the dog parks a people lot now. People say that not to, to me all the time. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I always I always say, like, my dog is either the ugliest cute dog or the cutest ugly dog. Right. and I can't figure out which one it is. And people <laughs> yeah. say, oh, he's not ugly. I like, yes, he is. He's ugly, like, in a cute way, right. but it's ugly.
5: They're adorable. They, they have these huge heads and giant ears, which is objectively cute, but also their faces are smushed. Yeah, you know they can't. Um, they can't have sex on their own.
1: <laughs> Sorry, what?
5: Yeah, no, they have to be artificially they're, inseminated. They're artificially
0: they, inseminated. Their their body structure doesn't allow.
1: Wait, I most- thought you.
0: I thought you sure.
2: just meant that they couldn't jerk off, but you no. know you continue. No, they all right. Well, hold on. Oh, I'll just say I'll say even, save this even. Madeline up. is right here. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I apologize. I didn't know she was <laughs> listening. I'm sorry. Uh, um, she actually um, knows you, so it's a little
3: different. Uh, uh, oh, they oh they also God. have
1: to
3: hit, the puppies mortified. are born
5: via C-section.
1: Because this dog made it this far? Well, look at it.
3: It's a freak of nature. Made it. Made it this far. Oh, made it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's like, good. This seems like a, a, they should have Darwinized themselves out of existence. Like, well, they um,
3: didn't
0: exist until we Darwinized them
5: into. Oh, we Darwinized existence. them in. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a
1: this is a
0: creative. Yeah, like these were roaming the prairies somewhere a while, no. and we decided to domesticate it, it.
2: Their evolutionary advantage is just that a, a smarter creature finds them so uh, yeah. adorable. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> but, but I'm fascinated by this by this this strange. Uh, nexus of ugly and cute, and how it can coexist, because theoretically us, it shouldn't. Of be able to career off do. it doesn't work for people. <laughs> it doesn't work for people. Well, doesn't? Here's a here's a good question. Then uh, this is disagree, getting far guys. from basketball. Is agree. there is is there somebody out there who is ugly cute? Is there a, a celebrity player? who's ugly? I, I don't uh, want to get into our <laughs> business, but you know, uh, an ugly cute celebrity. I think we'll put that out to the audience, to the uh, listeners. If anybody can come up with them. I mean, I
1: would I would put JaVale in that conversation. Like, I, I have a friend, a female friend who thinks that he's attractive, but he also kind of just looks like a, a troll doll. What about Clint Howard? No, He's just ugly, ugly. Mm. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. No, he's good looking. That's just like sex appeal. <laughs> Billy Bob's a good looking dude. What? I've seen him in person. Yeah, man. I've seen him in person. That dude. I agree. But Would I you wear really a vial really- of his blood around your neck, Zach? No, I
2: mean, yeah, sometimes, sometimes Jay Z. I don't know. I got one. What about the character actor uh, Louis Guzman or Luis Guzman? No, he, he's ugly, he's just ugly. cute. I think. No, Louis Guzman. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: I, does personality count? He's the
2: he is the <laughs> no, it doesn't. Steve he Buscemi is the size.
0: Uh, Steve Buscemi's ugly.
2: Well, let me just go down the the cast. Uh, let, let's go to another Boogie Nights uh, cast like, member. Wait, hold
0: on. Luis Guzman is like the actual size of one of those giant teddy bears. You yeah. win at the fair. Yeah, like they have the exact same body.
2: Yeah, I think he's, he's a little little chubby guy. I think he's he's adorable. And if I'm going down the list of the the Boogie Nights uh, cast, what about John C. Riley? Oh, okay. I
1: would say he's adorable in an mm-hmm. ugly way, right? Mm-hmm. He, I yeah, so. I mean, he. It's. I think. I think for most of these guys, like their personality is what makes them charismatic or you know handsome in a way.
3: What about mm, what about like Emma Stone? Oh, Tom! We can't go there. Tom, how, how hey, dare you? How, hey, I feel you like Tom, when Tom, she's Tom, on Tom. TV, I'm very out attracted
2: out. to her. But if I saw her at like a, a Tom, restaurant, I Tom. wouldn't be like, Tom. hey. That is a fascinating thing, isn't it? That Not that, that. Am I, I mute? Mean,
4: no, no, <laughs> no. You're here, dude. Before you leave, Tom, can you talk about the FanDuel thing? The, the, the betting thing, or no? What about it? I'm curious. What it is? I don't even know what it is. What's their the relationship? NBA. This part. Oh, so
3: the NBA it, uh, used to own a stake of FanDuel, um, the daily fantasy. Site. And then when they decided to become a sports book, they divested their investment share of FanDuel because um, I I think think they want to be considered a uh, co owner of a sports book as an NBA. Um, So they divested their shares of FanDuel and then expanded, quote unquote, their relationship with FanDuel, the sports book. Yes. So while they're not co-owners anymore, I think they're getting a lot of money uh, from FanDuel to use uh, logos and
0: betting and, lines. And-, and you know what else about that, Tom? You can go to FanDuel.com B2B and play the Wednesday
4: back-to-back challenge. <laughs> That's <There you laughs> not why I said it. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> whatever happened with the hand thing with
3: LeBron? Did you, did you hear back from the league? Uh, The league 100% wanted on the record, Tim Frank, the uh, SVP of communications at the league office, wanted to be clear. The NBA had no knowledge that LeBron James had had a significant hand injury after game one and found out that there was a significant hand injury uh, for LeBron when the rest of the public did after game four, when he walked to the podium and had a cast on it. That is what the league Hmm. has said. So as I point out in my story, it's kind of a blurry line when you have the team knowing, but the league does not. Um, And the team was doing multiple MRIs on LeBron's hand. So it's it's kind of
2: Tom's going to Tom's going to cause some some mayhem with this one. I'm just picturing various officials of the league office going down like the montage with House of the Rising Sun (laughs) at the end of Casino is what I picture. I picture Tim Frank (laughs) getting shot in Costa Rica. I just I just picture this all falling like dominoes. I'm just saying.
4: Wow, I may have to cut that, Ethan. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I'm just joking. No, i will just bleep out names and stuff. I'm Holy joking.
3: Love you, Tim. Uh,
2: but it, no, but by the
3: rule, by the rule of the league, which says you have to report injuries if if it jeopardizes their um, status for the next game, uh, the Cavs didn't do anything wrong. Because the Cavs he say, hey, he was going to play no matter what. So right. there was no sense in us reporting an injury if he was 100 percent going to play. And so what people in the sports betting industry are wondering is whether they're going to kind of expand that rule to say, hey, it's not about whether you're going to be able to participate. It's also whether your performance is going to be affected because that is going to affect lines. That's going to affect the Wait, spread. But and there- that's going to affect Ethan's ability to be really smart with his picks.
2: Yeah, it's frustrating that way. Frustrating, I, I will say. But thank you for the shout out to Strauss versus the House. How's how Strauss for the House versus the House doing? Oh, we're at fifty seven percent. That's I think not bad. Really good. That's good. Um, you know, we, we we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we end out with the you first. Took a, you took a bit of a dip for. for a little yeah, yeah. The um, it, it's it's week really, week three wasn't kindy. Hey, kindly. by the way, the, guys, I have a theory. I have a
4: theory. Mm -hmm. you're not really gambling until you put money on something.
5: Well, you know what? I was going to ask wait uh, what? your picks I mean, don't here's my right. theory that your picks, picks do not count counting.
2: that's how it, gambling works they don't yeah, count unless you put I'm not, money i'm on. making i'm making picks uh, that is technically true i am not gambling uh, yeah. because i don't want to go down in that house of the rising well, sun montage at the end big, of casino big, what uh, i'm saying
4: <laughs> is i would love to if there was an alternative universe where we could actually have ethan with money do this and mm-hmm. then ethan without it i would love to see the the I
2: honestly, I, I react the same way. I mean, I've I've sports gambled before. I I more or less react the same way, just because I don't know what's. Look, it depends on the amount of money, but of course. what is worse? Here, here's a question: What is worse, losing twenty dollars and nobody knows about it, or losing a bunch of strangers hundreds of dollars and them telling you about it on Twitter? I don't $20. know, but it's a but it's a it's a conversation. I don't care if strangers lose money. The, does The Athletic have like a slush fund or something? We're about to. What do you think they did
0: that, that last uh, series of funding
2: for? Yeah, so, I mean. the house, baby. I don't know what the rules are, but we could theoretically do something like that. And I've asked the league office if I am not allowed to gamble, and they never got back to me on that. So right. maybe vote on awards. Mm, so it's a, I don't, I don't vote on awards. Deniability,
3: liability there, Ethan. You can go yeah, ahead and uh, do it.
2: Yeah, I I don't vote on awards. I, I would enjoy it. I, I like the idea of doing it. Um, but I don't know. So what Zach was asking about, the reason it messes with your head is you don't know what you're in control of versus what's dumb luck. And I did really badly in the week I was traveling for the story I did. And I don't know if that's because I was exhausted and was doing slapdash picking, or if that was just the mean regression and I'm attributing some sort of skill to what happened. And you just never, you never know. And that—that's that, kind of what's fun to me—is this, the the strange gray zone of did I get lucky or was I smart? That's just never answered, and I think that's what's fun about it to me.
1: Yeah, no, that pretty much nails it. I mean, <laughs> if, if you get everything right and you get everything wrong and you change nothing, like it,
2: you know, there's too many variables out there that aren't up to you at all. I'm, did- I, I will say, I'm glad I didn't have money on the Brooklyn-Memphis game. I, that is just always going to haunt me. I, I'm always going to be haunted by that. I think I think about that every day. I, I, I didn't even lose money on it. And I think about how uh, Memphis at Brooklyn ended, I, and I think about it every day. It, it, it's just whenever I make my picks or whenever that I think beat. to make my picks. I mean, I, I don't think there has been a worse beat in NBA history. I think it might be the worst beat in NBA wow. in NBA gambling history. Wait, if you what think happened?
4: About it. Tell
2: me. Uh, well, it was um, Brooklyn plus 2.5, and Brooklyn was up seven with 32 seconds left in oh, the game. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that can't
4: be the worst ever, though,
2: honestly. I mean, yeah. so – but then they got into a circumstance – in the overtime as it got pushed to overtime because Jaron Jackson was fouled for no reason on a three pointer, four point play and then hits a crazy off balance three pointer. I mean, not a great three point shooter to send it to overtime and then the overtime. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember how much time was left, but that's where then ag- up again by four, and the win probability was 96% however much time was left so basically it was 99% win probability then 96% in the overtime and they messed that one up again and then in the second overtime they finally they finally lost and lost by more than two point i think they lost by four um i look you could maybe find a worse beat but i i I doubt you could do it this season. That has to be the worst beat this season. It just has to be. And I was in person for it. And I looked at Vinnie Goodwill when uh the three pointer that the, the nets made to go up by seven. I did a little fist pump. And I think that is what caused everything to go awry. As superstitious as that may be, I, I feel if I hadn't done that fist pump while well, looking at Vinnie Goodwill, I don't think that would have happened. I <laughs> yeah, that's think that's what's what it. No, that's it's, good science. it's it's irrefutable. You can't it prove it wrong. That's true. Uh, you can't prove it wrong. But, you know, that's again, maybe if I had money on it, that would be worse. But for whatever I still think about it, it feels it, it all it connects to the same synapses. I, I, it feels pretty much the same. I, I think it feels the same anyway. Jade, can you do me a favor and do a little a uh, little production value there is when you said
0: it's not gambling unless unless you put money on the games. Can mm-hmm. you then cut in that? famous sound from Trent Dilfer where he you said You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. So... <laughs>
2: Do some lines, opinion. I'm down, sure. sure. Okay, uh, so we've got this one. I just stay, oh, I stay away from the li- those. Digit- lines. Yeah, sorry. Oh boy! Oh boy. Oh, god! Okay, <laughs> Jade, you got Tom's just daughter. Just making sure Maze knows who Reckless. you're talking
1: about. <laughs> Reckless,
2: um, Jade. This one I, I don't even want to touch, which is Cleveland at Indiana. Uh, Indiana minus twelve. Ooh, I the I Pacers
4: and yeah, they're good.
2: I, they're good. I, I just don't trust them to Ooh. cover a double-digit line. I, even if even if the Cavs have denuded themselves of, of uh, talent, I, I don't know. Does anybody hey, have an Ethan, opinion?
1: Hold, on? Ethan, hold on. So they beat the Knicks by 11. They beat the Sixers by 12. They beat the Bucks by 16. So they're right there. And then Cleveland, blown out by 23, lost by 12, beat the Knicks,
2: they can't lost by cakes. 16. Feels like a trap. He's making a compelling case right there. Um, He's
1: saying it's, it's going to be right what? there. It's gonna I'm sorry, I wasn't paying. What's the game?
2: It's Cleveland at Indiana. Minus 12, Indiana. No, nah, Indiana's going to cover. Okay. That Cleveland okay. Seems real bad. Okay, then you have uh, the Lakers at Brooklyn. Uh, Lakers on the road, minus two and a half. I think Tom once pointed out that the market inefficiency is home dogs and this would fit that bill. Yeah. Um, The thing is the Lakers, the Lakers, and this is my issue. I mean, Nate said, kind of pick them for second team in the West. What are they good at? I know people say LeBron. They have LeBron. Yes. They are clearly good at having LeBron on their team, but what is, what is their thing? What are they really good at? And I can't quite place that. Is it, can anybody else place that? Like what is their identity? I mean, they're a good offensive team, right? And they're not defense, shooting threes. Their defense the last month has been pretty good. But what's their thing? Like what what is they what do they expect? Mean to say, yeah, they're pretty, but then they're, they're not run. even good at scoring when they push the ball. I, I just don't know. Maybe you don't need a thing. Maybe you can just if be you pretty have good. LeBron, I don't I don't think you necessarily need a thing. Yeah. But, but it makes but it Durpin's hard to been hot, though. They have been. They have been. They're well coached. Why does
4: it make it hard to gamble for that reason?
2: Well, you kind of want to pick up on tendencies. I I like to look at. um, Now I'm revealing how it's you know how the sausage is made, but uh, I I like looking at. Let's say the Wizards are about to play a team that offensive rebounds really well. Well, the Wizards are lazy defensive rebounders, or they just don't have the size either, and they don't get a lot of defensive rebounds. So that would factor in you know, more so than just the gap between those two teams that the team that's offensive rebounding really well can put really press an advantage or so, if, if the Kings are going up against a bad transition defense, right? That's something that I would look for. Um, and, but if a team doesn't really have major tendencies then it's, it, it's sort of hard to play that game uh, when, when picking. So here's the,
0: here's maybe the the key thing to look for here. Uh, Brooklyn Nets are sixth in free throw rate in the NBA this season. The Lakers are third in free throw rate allowed. Mm. So the Lakers thing defensively is they don't foul. And the Nets thing offensively is they, well, one, they shoot a lot
2: of threes, but two, um, they get the free throw line a lot. Mm hmm. That's, uh, it's a feeling a little stay away. I I regret not picking the Wizards last game because I I, I kind of almost expected a uh, an addition by subtraction uh, post Ubre bump because with Ubre we're talking about what do, what do they do well? What does Ubre do well? I just didn't think he was really helping them, and I I kind of I, I felt like the line would indicate or reflect an absence, and that absence wouldn't actually hurt. And so I regret not picking a not picking the Wizards so that when they you know smacked up the Lakers. Well, John Wall clearly hates Kelly Oubre. Apparently. Apparently that's what was holding uh, wall back and it wasn't, it wasn't everything else. Um, So I don't know. I I might just stay away from all of these. So this one opened up at four and a half. Maybe there's some injury. Maybe it's because Otto Porter is not playing. Uh, It was minus four and a half Washington at Atlanta. Now it is at minus two and a half Washington at Atlanta. You said
1: this was a stay away. You don't think this is a stay away. The Hawks are only
2: giving three points. You think? Okay, but it's the do you trust the Wizards, or are you going with the post Ubray bump? You know, is that what you're going with? Or I mean, is Ariza going to play? Is another thing.
1: I, I mean, I just think that if you get the worst team in the league has a two and a half point line. It's a good way yeah, to play. it against any team.
4: Yeah, but I don't know. That the seems idea really this, well. the stay
1: away is so critical.
4: In
0: the guys, game. guys, it's guys, so we're critical. breaking this. Oldest- this, we it's
1: news. not a gambling column uh, if you just stay away
4: from it. No, no, but it is because as a degenerate gambler as I once was, you think you can
2: fucking win any game, right? Yeah, uh, Ariza, Ariza, will start in this game, so that's and so the
4: idea of knowing when you know the bookies has got it right is the ones you gotta stay away. Just stay. away. You gotta find. You gotta the take game. some
2: pitches. You know, J- Jade and I are big baseball guys. As uh, as pitch. is as is Zach Harper. You gotta you gotta spit on that one. All right, yeah, go, ahead. All... go ahead. Breaking go news. Ahead, Harper. Breaking what do we got? news.
0: This from official NBA refs,
2: a verified
0: account Uh in regards to James Harden's video. Oh, no. The offensive player gathers the ball while on his right foot. He then takes a step with his left foot, step one, into a hop step, landing first with his right foot, step two, and then illegally with his left foot, step three. We missed this one.
2: It is a traveling violation. I felt felt that. That that was
0: like three they are only counting three steps, which is fascinating.
2: But yeah, I, I felt like I was listening to Kevin Coster and JFK describe the magic bullet. <laughs> <toilet>. Where it <laughs> waits
4: 1.6 seconds, presumably in midair, where it turns right, then left, right, then left, and continues into Conley's body at the rear of his right armpit. Wound number
1: three. Yeah, that's that's the thing in the the reviewing or even just watching the replay over and over again is determining when somebody picks up the ball. I think that's the most like subjective aspect of it because you know you there's you dribble it and it's in your hand but you're technically not carrying it until it's you like cup it or it doesn't go back down or I don't like that's the part that's hardest to judge for me. And that's what Harden is the best at. Yeah, yeah I mean, deceptively there, making it look like he's still dribbling while so he's actually many, holding. It.
4: Aren't there so many transgressions on the non-ball aspect of the game that happen all the time?
1: Sure, you probably, I would
0: it's say, like I, but I would say mostly because people don't actually know the rules.
2: Well, are we? Here's a question: Are, are is so much carrying? Is so much carrying allowed that that is obscured when the gather happened?
1: Yeah, exa- exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think
0: that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the old like people complain about the travel all the time. I think the I think the carry mm-hmm. yeah. is the actual call that gets fully abused. Right.
5: Uh, yes. I, I think half of hesitation dribbles are a carry by the book.
0: I'm And not even like if you go by the book just by like how it looks right. Like right. there's a difference between like by the book and like aesthetically and like sometimes I'm like, holy shit, the two is under the ball. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it. It's just like you can't if you start calling it every time. It's like you're undoing years of of getting to this point. I don't know. It's 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 not easy to be a ref. That's the, the main gist of it.
3: And, James, and NBA refs James
1: are continuous. really good. Mm. Um, uh, is, I, think really, I mean, they're
3: better, they're, well, they're
0: better than people give them credit for. Like if we're comp- if we're comparing them to refs in like college, then yeah, yeah. they're they're elite. Right, but. Oh, uh, because college perfect. refs are horrendous. No, they're no, not they're perfect, not. But, but like they're worse now than they were a year or two ago. Like this, this season has been, I would say, not, not good in my opinion, mm. comparing to I, the refs of years past. And I'm not someone who kills the ref. Like I'm, I, I, I think the refs mostly do a good job, but I think they're struggling this year. I,
2: I, I got to say, this is just uh, for the optics and we're talking about gambling and everything else. I feel like after the Donahue scandal, somebody should have just come to Kenny Maurer. And said, "You got to just change your 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 look. Like we just need you to look 100%. a little bit, you know, like a little bit less like a made man. You know, we need you to like <laughs> maybe maybe part it to the side. Yes. maybe l- is- give, give, give like a, a sort of Ed Malloy buzz and
0: then who, Who's your guy? Uh, uh we, Monty McCutcheon, who dressed like a magician's assistant all the time.
2: I think that that's that's fine and that that that's cool. But 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 Kenny Maurer with the uh, the dark slick back hair. Yes. Yeah, I just Love think." That uh, guy. Callahan looks like a Sopranos character as yeah. well. I just think you need to maybe just change the look. Is 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 all I'm saying? If you want to uh, have the public trust you more, I'm just all giving
0: right. you know giving advice. All right, guys, I got to set up for radio. All
4: right, Harper. This, hey, this wait. Thing. What was the last Hi, wait. pick? Wait, what was our last pick? Oh yeah, what's the last pick? Uh,
1: Dallas, Denver. Yeah, Mavs, Nuggets, uh, Denver favored by four and a half. Ooh. Opened at five. At open it for,
0: yeah denver should cover that
2: at home they should cover that's, that's an interesting one i think people are saying that mills lacking millsap i'm guessing millsap's not playing right. that's
0: yeah he's that's he's done for a while little cool. under the so, radar thing mentioned by, out. By, mentioned by dan wekey in a in a uh, column i think from this weekend a little under under the radar thing dallas maybe shop in dennis smith
1: junior a little bit mm. I, don't I thought know, that was, about that uh, i thought I guess I'm not really surprised by that, I guess is my, my response. Like he clearly has not delivered on expectations since last year.
2: For this one, I would want to see historically how is Deandre done against Jokic and, and and vice versa, and maybe check that out a little bit. Um, The weird one, I look, I don't want more people knowing about this. I'm going to mention this in the column. I think that, I I'm not sure if this is completely accurate, but at least when Jokic has played for Denver, they've beaten the thunder the last six times and they've probably not even been favored in them. I mean, at least the vast majority, if not all the games, that one's a little interesting to me. If if that ever becomes a playoff series, that's, that's, that's interesting. It just keeps happening. The thunder keep getting favored and they keep getting beaten.
1: I mean, they, they beat the, the Raptors, twice too so th- th- they're an interesting uh problem for for other good teams i think i think jokic is just frustrating to guard for mm. a lot of centers yeah, he's one of it's the, the uh, it's the flop factor
2: well he's he, one of the few centers in the league that you know draymond struggles with he's yeah. idiosyncratic he does a different thing than these defenses are used to and uh i think the thunder isn't as great as their defense is with uh, Westbrook falling asleep off the ball, it's not it's not the best thing when going up against Jokic. And I don't know if in a playoff series it works the same way.
0: I, well, I think it's like, look, everyone's just going to paint me as the guy who doesn't like Jokic or whatever. But I think it's a lot easier to game plan in a seven game series yeah. than a random night in the regular season. So if, yeah. uh, if you, you healthy, can say that you can say that against most teams, but like. You don't think that Denver or that uh, that OKC defense can figure out how to slow down what Jokic does with Steven Adams in a seven game series? Like, come on.
2: I think Uh-oh, he was you would think also, so, yeah. I think he'd the I'm picking the, first game. I'm, I'm picking the Nuggets. The and then they would. If, yeah, if they everybody's would. healthy, I'm picking the Nuggets in that series. And I think that the, a lot of people are heavily going to favor the Thunder. And I don't know. But I think that would be an interesting one if it becomes a series I mean, because if you're if going everyone's to have. Healthy. If everyone's healthy, you're adding, adding Andre Robertson to that defense. Yeah, let's not. Let's,
5: but us are also I, I, adding them to the offense.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't. Form pretty well. Um,. I I just that one I know the Thunder will be favored but it'll be an interesting one in that the Thunder will be favored having just gotten brutalized in the uh, in in the matchups dating back a while so hey maybe it will never happen but I hope it does I I want that matchup to happen I
0: didn't know we were still doing uh, regular season matters for the I
2: the uh, I
0: gotta
4: go guys Alright, by the all way, right. if you do want to check out Ethan's column, go to theathletic.com forward slash back, the number two back at 40% off. It's a great Christmas gift, yo. What happened to you, man? Did you fall asleep?
1: I'm still here. I'm still
4: here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, for Dave Dufour, for Zach Harper, for Ethan Strauss, for Anthony Mays, and for Tom Harris And for Tom. And for all the kids and the dogs. And all the
1: children and dogs. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
4: Probably won't see you next week because of Christmas. Um, so happy Christmas! All right, Merry Christmas, guys! Merry Christmas! Thanks, Later, Peace. and admit to a conspiracy or investigate further, the Warren Commission chose to endorse the theory put forth by an ambitious junior counselor, Harlan Specter, one of the grossest lies ever forced on the American people.
3: We've come to know it as the magic bullet theory.